0: Hello and welcome to episode 175 of the 61 IndieCast. My name is Mike Townsend. Tonight, I am joined by Kyle Stevenson.
1: Hello, and uh, Mini Petey came. Oh, Mini Petey came. came. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for some reason, when I ordered this, I thought it was way bigger and not like a Beanie Baby version of a farm. Yeah, but, I thought know.
0: they were going to be the size of, uh, also in the room, Becca. Uh, I recently purchased Becca a banana duck. I thought it was going to be like, I don't know if it's accessible right now. It's not. It's okay. I put you on the spot. Yeah, there it is. I thought it was going
2: to be massive. Oh.
1: Like the size I of I also like... thought it would have been big, bigger, too. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Becca. How are you?
2: Did that ruin everything? Did that ruin the camera and everything? Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hi.
0: While Becca's dealing with that, Matthew Wright is also here.
3: <laughs> Hello. I thought that uh, Fall Guy was uh, one of the disguised dudes, the penguins. I forget what they're called.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Do they have a name? Outside they Penguins. Do.
3: Yeah, they're not, yeah, they're not called penguins because there's the game series, there's two of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying. To... Oh, I'm gonna look this <laughs> up. This is gonna bother me. I will well, look... because I'm not gonna use my keyboard this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> While you're looking that up, um, despite your beliefs, have y'all ever, do y'all ever think you saw a ghost? Oh, yeah,
1: yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, Brittany. no, Becca.
2: I I believe in ghosts, but I don't think I've ever seen seen one.
0: one.
1: Yeah. The name of the penguin Matt's referring to is Prinny.
0: Oh, I thought you said you saw a ghost named Brittany.
1: Yeah, I definitely did.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Brittany,
3: bitch. Yep.
0: (laughs) Uh, Nicholas Johnson says, use that keyboard. We want to hear those clicks and clacks. (laughs)
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Please. (laughs) The audience comes to expect it.
0: Uh, Speaking of. Speaking of noise, just a heads up. I, obviously, I'm not home in my usual setup. I'm using a laptop microphone. Um, I'm seeing Kelsey on Saturday at the, the Philly Tattoo Convention. She's going to bring microphones <laughs> to that so I can bring them back to New York. But apologies for any weird sound stuff For the, in the meantime. Um, as an apology, though, uh, check out this lady. Hey. <laughs> that's, that's in my mom's beach room. <laughs> is, this, is this
3: why you brought up ghost? yeah i just noticed the blue in the She's eyes haunted.
0: oh yeah yeah this was a living person
3: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm.
1: there's also
0: a, b- a bonus feature uh a little cat
1: <laughs> wow on a noose what's going on there uh no it's, a, it's a bag oh
0: okay oh, it's All also is the rope
1: tied around the cat's neck I
0: mean, like, I could like you know, wrap around. <laughs> no, a bit, no, like. no, 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 no. This
2: is gonna be real, real weird be for be audio only. <laughs> yeah. People that don't yeah. have access to the video,
0: it's <laughs> gonna be real strange. Speaking of audio, you are listening to the 6-1 IndieCast, a weekly video game podcast amplifying the indie scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. New episodes drop each and every Monday morning on all major podcast feeds and youtube.com 61 Indie. Supporters over on patreon.com 61 6 Indie can tune in live as we record and gain access to clocked out the IndieCast post show. Today, trains. But if money is tight, no worries. You still can show your support with a simple click wherever you're listening. Go ahead, leave this podcast a review. Follow Six One Indie on socials, subscribe, and hit the bell on YouTube. Follow on Twitch and tell your friends all about us. Shout out to the PD fans supporting on Patreon: Brett Griffin, Colby Cortis, Jacob McCourt, JC, Jill Grote, Nicholas Johnson, Nicole Humphrey, play it Jason, The Compound, Silkanit, Singray X Ellie, and Cole, aka the Good Sir. Housekeeping: I can't believe it's the end of January. And me and Kyle are going down to, to Redacted to film the 6 Wheel Indie Georgia? Showcase very soon. March 20th, the 6 Wheel Indie Showcase is happening. Matt, what happened? What did I mess up?
3: I, I, I said to Georgia, and the look, the joke did not land. Oh, because
0: everything's filmed in Georgia. Made in Georgia. Yeah. No. Gotcha. I'm sorry. What just What's happened?
2: happening? Just Y'all never heard the Made the in Simpson, Georgia?
0: Simpson no. Theme? There's a Made in Georgia jingle. That sounded an awful lot like the
1: Simpsons thing.
0: Yeah, somebody stole some shit, probably. Because <laughs> it's catchy. <laughs> Anyways, Indie Showcase, March 20th. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, we got two uh, Showcase producer updates over on Patreon. So if you go over to patreon.com 61 indie, you can check out some early deets. I told the producers how many games are in there. I told the producers where we're filming. I said some other shit. Still kind of could vouch for me. Uh and speaking of which the day after the showcase, Kyle and I will be at PAX East. I think Harry also will be at PAX East. So you should say hi. If you're in Boston, how many monsters Bastard. will I drink? Who's to say? Who's to say? Okay, uh despite me being a goofy bitch, <laughs> let's get serious for a second. <laughs> uh obviously, uh at the time of recording today, um, Got some gnarly news to cap off an awful month that Microsoft is laying off about 1,900 uh, of their staff members. And this is just piggybacking off of you know the Riot stuff and um, even uh, uh, the Charlotte the Humans devs and just like so many other studios and, and, and media outlets and, and just industry folks in general being affected. Um, I don't know. I, we don't have to harp on it too long, but I just obviously want to, on behalf of all of us, I'm sure, just – give her condolences and that it's it's infuriating it's heartbreaking it's terrifying um the toll that being laid off does on one's mental health is traumatic it's awful um not to speak for anybody else here like i've been laid off in the past i know kyle's been laid off in the past even when you do land on your feet that fucking feeling sticks with you and it's awful um so yeah we uh everybody in the industry including everybody in this room and and all of our colleagues whether they are personal friends or people we are acquaintances with or people we just are coexisting with on this planet we all deserve so much fucking better and it's just awful and unnecessary um i don't know if anybody else would like to say something but i just figured
3: um yeah yeah if you are interested in all the companies or most of the companies affected uh, i normally don't recommend going to kotaku these days but they do have an article that is being updated whenever this happens so, so far it's at uh, 5,900 plus employees have been or are will be let go uh, so far this year and we're under a month it's scary
0: yeah we're currently at about half of the 2023 layoffs um, already for
1: 2024 yeah uh, for video view- viewers my apologies for being distracted while Michael was saying very sweet words uh, the dog rushed down here <laughs> and was causing a ruckus that's Um,
0: appropriate for what what kind of operation we run here
1: absolutely um but as mike said like uh it's roughly been a year since i got laid off from my office job and um as mike mentioned it is still very hard to not think of that trauma that happened and it still affects me every day when i think about it because it's very much like a what did I do wrong? Kind of situation when in reality it really isn't. It's just like not in your hands, and that's still a very tough pill to swallow. Um, I think you said it beautifully, but I'll echo it. My heart's that My heart goes out to everybody. It's truly awful, and I I don't know don't know what the answer is. I really don't.
3: Unionize. Yeah, I mean yeah.
1: that is definitely an answer. <laughs> the answer. No, and they're, Put the
3: power there was... in the employees' hands. Yeah. Fuck CEOs. Fuck the board members. Fuck em.
0: Yeah. <laughs> obviously there's uh, some big paychecks going around and there could be sacrifices being made. You know, I always reflect back on that news story that broke. I don't know, it was a long time ago, obviously, but I remember Awada, like when they it was around the Wii U era. Um, they were ready to face layoffs at Nintendo, but Awada took a pay cut instead. And it's like, yeah, that's
3: probably the only person who's done that in this industry yeah. so far.
0: And it was I believe it was also Miyamoto and another key member on Nintendo management, but like it, mm-hmm. it just shows that like, yeah. that's what should still be how much, done, but
3: how much it's money also, they make compared to the employee. Yeah. They could take a cut for three months and keep on all these people.
1: Yeah. It, it, it also is kind of cruel when you think of like the bigger places that are laying off like Microsoft, where most of these initiatives and separate arms of the company are being started because the CEO wants to do something and then that CEO decides to cut those things after it's been in the works already and like it's their own damn fault that it's not working out the way it's supposed to be and it falls on the people that had no no say in it or anything and they still get to keep all their bonuses and you know keep the people in suits happy video games are supposed to be great on all ends and it's really hard to be excited for video games lately
0: yeah um we talked about it a lot last night on indie council which should be up tomorrow if you're li- well if you're watching live it should be up tomorrow it should already be up if you're listening on monday when it goes out live uh everywhere but um yeah it's just like I don't know why I was referring to. I, we The point is we go into go into it really deep. It was right before, obviously, the Microsoft News, and it was just awful timing on our part, I guess. I don't know. But, um, yeah, we talked about, like, you know, how the uh, everybody and their mother was playing games during lockdown. Like, there was a lot of new players, and, like, eventually we all kind of felt in our heart that the bubble was going to burst, and, you know, that's definitely what we're seeing, but there's ways around it, man, at least to help mitigate it a little bit. You know when we're paying dipshit Bobby Kotick, you know millions upon millions to fuck off for the rest of his life. You know that money could be spent elsewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, Becca, did you want to say anything? Sorry, I feel like we're all sucking up a room.
2: Nope, you guys, you guys covered it. I don't, and not because it doesn't interest me, not because I don't care. I tend to not follow that kind of news yeah. because it makes me too sad. No, that's <laughs> And it makes yeah. me terrified for, you know, all of our futures. So, um, yeah, no, exactly what you guys said. Our, heart, our, our hearts go out to everyone. And, you know, we just have to continue to support each other as best we can. Um, you know, retweet uh, people that are, you know, putting their names out there and saying, hey, I'm working freelance, I'm available. Something as simple as a retweet could reach the right person you know, and so just, just continue to support each other as best we can. And I think that's really, you know, all that we can really do moving forward as things continue to, to go follow this trend that has been happening. So.
0: Yeah. And hopefully it lessens knock on wood, you know, Mm -hmm. like hopefully beginning of the year Q1 kind of stuff is just like the worst of it. And it, hopefully settles down but i don't know i I feel like it is still like we're just in the beginning of it you know but um the other big thing worth talking about also because i guess technically they are indie studio and and i'm very sick of hearing about it and talking about it and then just like it existing but it's worth bringing up and again on indie council we do a very big old deep dive on it uh anybody have anything to say about pal world
1: Nothing no. more than what's been said. The only other thing I would be like, great. I'm just more upset. People are just now finding out about power world. I feel like we've known <laughs> about this game for a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, but the, that's only, about it. the only real thing I want to reiterate on here versus um, on Indie Council or as well as Indie Council, no matter what weird things are happening with like the development of power world and, and all that kind of stuff, uh, death threats are never okay
2: absolutely oh, yeah. not
0: it's Never. like it's not no just don't do it like agree still despite your feelings on the game despite your feelings on some of the art assets and what might be happening what might not be happening don't don't give a shit even if it is a situation like the day before that like obviously that whole thing fell apart not worth death threats or you know no. just chill hold people accountable and call, call them out but of course, never like corrects. appropriately no. critique something, but
3: oh yeah,
0: don't be an ass. <sighs> Mike is spicy to me. All right, hell, <laughs> he's running a little oh, spicy,
3: Mike. <laughs> that would be a bag of Cheetos <laughs> I would eat all day.
0: <laughs> I don't know how I feel about statement. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
3: that statement. Let's good. let's
0: talk about some video games that we let's have be right. been playing. Yeah. Talk about some good stuff. All right. Yeah. Becca and Kyle. Yes, You've been playing a little ad game, <laughs> a game about a, a little a little person, not little a little girl. person,
2: a little, girl. A, little girl. a
0: little girl, a little girl. Thank you. He's
2: Twelve. Her name.
1: Her name's Lil.
0: <laughs> her name's Lil. <laughs> yep. That, that's.
1: that's the
0: <laughs> <player>. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: made a Where's mistake. The you gave it a name, Mike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, Lil <laughs> and the cat statement's Guardsman. So we got it right there. There you go. A
3: uh, oh little Guardsman.
1: Uh, a game that. Uh,
0: Nothing, like, against it or anything. I didn't think, uh, like, it would have been making the rounds as much as it has and so, It's, like, really great that people have really been receiving it well, it seems like. Uh, I would love to hear y'all thoughts on it. Uh, Becca, you reviewed it for GameSpew, correct?
2: I did. Allowed I to say that. It. Thank you. You are allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I did. Um, I've done, I just mentioned to you guys, I finished one playthrough of it. There are, I assume, dozens of different endings that you can get. Um, It's being compared to Papers, Please, if anybody's familiar with Papers, Mm -hmm. Please, where you're basically Mm -hmm. playing as a little 12-year-old girl, and your dad is too busy um, gambling on the goblin ball competition um, to do his job at the gate. (laughs) So you take over for him. And yes, Michael.
0: Sorry, uh, this has nothing to do with Little Guardsman, but I'm watching the YouTube feed. Kyle, why am I so zoomed
1: in? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm so zoomed in. I told you, big head mode today. Fair enough. That when I continue. was setting it up, when I was setting it up, you were far closer. And I just just match the, the Discord was. window.
2: <laughs> Sir, <laughs> no. Okay, continue. Professional, sure. professional. Yeah, play it cool artistic Um, vision so her dad's job is basically to vet people coming into the kingdom and so you basically have to decide whether or not they're allowed to come into the kingdom and so she has um, different uh items at her disposal that she can use so she has like a x-ray um she has like a metal detector she can spray truth spray to get people to tell the truth um and it's it occurs over i think 12 nights 10 nights 12 nights is the full playthrough and then whatever happens at the end of the game is just kind of what occurred based off of your decisions and who you let in and it's a little bit more complicated than that because there are times where you're making decisions outside of the guard shed there's things happening outside of the guard shed at the same time that are kind of progressing the story so it's different from papers please in that way because papers please is literally just you are a border checkpoint person letting people into the country or rejecting Mm -hmm. people from coming into the country and little guardsman has so much more than that because there's all these other little things that can happen and you can wander around the world you can talk to people you buy items you can do like little side quest things and so there's a lot it has a lot to give uh for sure um really what drew me in was the art style i think it's really cute it feels like classic you know 90s cartoon um and it it's written by a bunch of comedians and you can tell that it's written by a bunch of comedians because it's really funny um and and it's fully voice acted as well so um it's a lot different from like your regular kind of visual novel because oftentimes like there'll be big moments that are voice acted but then the rest is just Mm. you're reading this whole whole (laughs) thing yeah exactly this whole thing is voice acted so it's really impressive on top of everything so but I really nice. enjoyed it, but my mm-hmm. first playthrough was a disaster, so I do want to try and play it again and make <laughs> some better choices. <laughs>
0: well, without spoiling it, why was it a disaster? Like, what, what made it a disaster compared to what you could have done, I guess?
2: I think, based off of my choices, my kingdom went to war. Oh. And and I think that doesn't have to happen.
0: <laughs> okay,
2: So, but it did make Mm -hmm. it so that I was able to play this like mini game where I have to like decide who to recruit for the war. And so instead of just like, instead of deciding who you're letting into the kingdom, you're deciding who to recruit for the war and who to not recruit for the war. So it just like completely changes up the game mechanics based off of your decisions. Mm -hmm. And it's really clever. Huh. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm only five nights in, and I just can't stop thinking about just how charming this game is. Just from Lil and her dad's relationship is just so heartwarming, even Mm -hmm. though it is a little silly sometimes. Um, I also love, like, at the end of the day, um, it will then show you what the people you let in, what happened to them. Like, it'll give you a little wrap-up, like, this person who said was going to go do this did this, but then something bad happened to him. Like, there's a nice little wrap-up, so they all feel like they have their own little mini-character arcs, which I really, really love. They're not just, like, throwaways.
2: And um, some of them are really long. Yeah. Like, they yeah. just come in, you let them in, and then it's, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, this man have met with his family of three. Timmy, Tommy, and Bob. And, and like, there's, like, six paragraphs describing what this person did and how you, like, affected their life by letting them into the kingdom or rejecting them. It's really interesting. <laughs>
1: It's also incredibly hard to get all f- four stars. There's, like, three stars and then, then a medal. Mm-hmm. To get the medal, you have to, like, thoroughly investigate everyone, like, perfectly. And so, like, there are plenty of times where I thought I did that, and I didn't get the medal, and I thought I nailed it. Um, and with the little mechanic of... You, you get, like, a time loop thing where you can go back in time and retry um, an interaction. You have a certain amount of uses per day. And even doing that once or twice, still Mm -hmm. not getting that medal. So having only three actions to investigate and whatnot and you decide what to use is a little tricky, but it does make wanting to use everything on like multiple playthroughs or multiple tries a little bit more fun.
2: I got four stars one time (laughs) in my full playthrough. I got four stars one time and it was for a really funny reason. It was something completely random that I did and yeah. also do you love the hat guy have you met you met the hat oh, guy? oh I met the hat guy yeah, yeah. hat guys there's great. a there's a character in the game that everyone will love he is looking for the perfect hat and every time if you let him in every single time that you see him he's wearing a different hat and it's amazing oh. <laughs> that's
1: his whole that's his whole quest when you meet him he's like I lost my hat I need to find a new I need to find hat. yeah and if you let him in he just keeps showing up with a different hat and he's very sad that it's not the hat
2: yet. <laughs> and that, and you don't and that won't happen to you if you don't let him in. So it's yeah. it's just it's really cool that there's certain characters that will only show up in the game if you let them into the kingdom. Otherwise, you'll never see them again. So there's stuff that won't happen.
1: So I so far my f-
3: so so
1: much <laughs> yeah. The, so far my favorite person I denied was there is um, I think it's early on. I think it's night two where there are potential um, quarters for the princess. And you have to decide who to let in and who's the real people coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, I think the last one is uh, this woman that looks like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Yes. And she's actually singing like she's in a Disney movie the whole I've time. i clips of this. And then if you do everything the right way, she's a murderer. <laughs> oh. She just... Yeah, there's like little tiny hits of like blood on her dress. Yeah, and... yeah.
2: I was like, that that's blood, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely um, blood. <laughs> and if you mess it up, uh, she <laughs> will kill you and you will get a game over.
2: Yeah, um, no, you can you yeah. can get a game over a lot in this yes. game. There are a lot mm-hmm. of ways to kill this 12-year-old girl. So <laughs> can <Yeah. laughs> uh,
1: So she did kill me and then I used one of the tools and I found that she had like a homemade flamethrower hidden on her body and so i took that from her and then denied her and then the little wrap-up thing was like yeah she she found a village and uh she decided to do the same thing there but they ended up putting her in prison and we never heard of her again kind of thing yeah matt
3: oh no i I was gonna ask like what like is this like a hairspray can and a lighter but i don't want to know i want to i want to find out when i play the game (laughs) (laughs) sure yeah
1: yeah. Yeah. it's uh it's very very fun it's quirky and some really fun moments i didn't see coming like there's a whole game show section at night Mm -hmm. one time i was like what the heck is this i wasn't expecting that so it's a good time and it's i think only 20 bucks on playstation so i think it's well worth it our style is gorgeous so it's well worth. It it looks really pretty yeah yeah Sweet. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. Uh, I feel like
0: I'm going to get yelled at for this, but I actually, I never played Papers, Please. That's like one of my weird gaps.
2: Hmm.
3: I think I have it on Vita.
2: Oh, I have
0: it. Yeah, I
3: think it's on PS pack. Plus at one point. Mm-hmm. I think so.
2: Papers, I Please w- was ingenious. I think I booted it up. because it's it's so difficult and that was something that in my my review i mentioned is that little guardsman isn't difficult like i say that and then i kind of failed my playthrough kind of but it's it's different in the way where no matter what you choose like you can still kind of fix it um papers please is just hard because there's so much that you have to do there's so much you have to check on the paperwork and in little Guardsmen it's just like tr- spray them with true spray and then they're like I'm guilty and then you know not to let them <laughs> in or put them in jail or whatever so the difficulty level is definitely low but it's it's really good for this type of game that it is
1: yeah they yeah. also have like a, a board that's updated every day that'd be like here's some tips of things that might happen mm-hmm. today to keep a look for so, like papers, please. It's just like you had to remember all the steps and all the, yeah. um, what's the word I'm looking for?
2: All the rules and all the paperwork that people yeah, need, yeah. and
1: the regulations you have to go by. Who, how, who you can let in, whatever. This is, is it just expired? Like,
2: hey, are they from the right yeah, country? People are feeling is it, is down.
1: It, it... Let people who are look entertaining in. Like that's like those kind of
2: yeah. Things.
1: <laughs> cool. Yeah, we we'll have to check it out. It, it
0: was it's like. Good. On my radar, sort of, but, like, I was prioritizing other things, but now it seems like, yeah, I should really check it out. Um, I would like to talk about two games that y'all mentioned at the end of last week's episode, because I tossed it all the way at the bottom of the dock. I want to make sure it was mentioned. Um, Matt, I'm very excited to talk to you about these. I don't think you've played them yet, but I need you mm-hmm. to play them soon. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, I think... Uh, John and David Szymanski, indie horror devs, Shadow Dropped, two games, Exiled and The Pony Factory. Uh, Exiled by John, The Pony Factory by David. Uh, If those names sound familiar, they were, they're two brothers. Uh, They worked on My Friendly Neighborhood, which was one of my favorite games of last year. Uh, David, in particular, is the dev behind Dusk, which, a game that me and Matt adore, this, like, beautiful, crunchy indie horror FPS um mm-hmm. and yeah so uh these two games just came out of nowhere um john in particular i remember he like, when he shared that the game was out uh, mentioned that he was releasing this game to quote make ends meet so obviously like i'm a huge fan of theirs but even beyond that even if it was just like i saw that tweet i would just support it anyways it was six bucks for both of these games and my god i would have paid 20 bucks each for both of these um starting with Becca, I'm going to give you a choice. Would you like uh, ground, quote unquote, grounded or batshit crazy?
2: I want batshit crazy.
0: You want batshit crazy? Let's talk about Absolutely. the Pony Factory.
2: Yes, please.
0: <laughs> so the Pony Factory by David, um, very similar to what Dusk is. It is a crunchy first person shooter indie horror game. Um, like I mentioned, both these games to get, you can buy them in a bundle for like six bucks. So you can imagine bite-sized. Um, I was able to play through Pony Factory probably like in an hour and a half. Um, the setup is that, uh, this man made a deal with hell that, uh, he really wanted to bring ponies to the world because ponies just make everybody happy and hell was all about it. But the catch was that the man had to operate a factory in order to create these ponies. Um, so you are know, it was hard to tell who exactly you are playing as you're not playing as that person but you may be playing as like an employee actually no they they do tell you at the end of the game i'm not gonna spoil it uh you play as sort of an employee of the factory and you're going through um and you have to find a a mcguffin of, of a thing like you get the thing and then you go back um the game is completely in black and white, like grayscale. Um, you are going through. You are shooting things. You're doing. You're you know. You're doing what dusk is. FPS indie crunchy horror. Um, mm-hmm. What you are fighting are these these uh, horrifying pony men. <laughs> They're just standing on <laughs> on twos, uh, and they look like essentially like western skull kind of things, like the the skull cattle kind of things. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but they're they're really horrifying and brutal, and they'll chase you. Sometimes there's like dogs, like Resident Evil like dogs. that will just come after your ass. Are they also um, on twos? No, they're on fours, so they're they're real quick. <laughs> okay. Um, eventually, there's giant ones. Um, there's, <laughs> it's it's like I said, batshit. Um, what I really love about it is it does. Um, really great environmental storytelling and like you can pick up bits of lore throughout the world so like there's notes that you're picking up that that's how you're getting the narrative and the backstory of why there is this factory and all this kind of stuff spoilers at some point it turns out that hell screwed you over oh no who would have thought um and uh gameplay wise it's very much level based um there is a bit of a challenge so you're, you're constantly balancing um health and ammo like most of these like old school fps's but health and ammo whatever you left over in the previous level carries over to the next so let's say you have full health full ammo ending level one and going to level two that's what you start level two as but later on i found myself in situations where like i had 10 health and like three bullets and i had to figure out how to get through to the next section to find more ammo find more health um it was challenging but i never felt like frustrated like i never felt like i was getting i was beating my head against the wall um there's a couple other things i I really appreciate oh uh like i mentioned it's fully grayscale eventually towards the end of the game once you see the MacGuffin, um that's when color is introduced and it makes like a really nice transition into uh kind of the what makes the design of the game so interesting and again like bite-sized three dollar game I'm, i was really impressed by like just like some of the, the game dev design implementations that went into it so you get the MacGuffin, and i guess just to pad out the game a little bit uh it turns into like kind of an an extraction kind of thing so you grab the thing and then it's like okay turn turn out and escape And it's just reusing the same level design, like the same level layouts and whatnot, but enemy placement is different. And to keep the environments interesting, they do keep adding like splashes of color. So it's like, it didn't feel like I was doing the same thing over again. Like as soon as they said, turn around and escape, I was like, ah, really? I have to just go through all that again. They change like ammo drops, health, the type of enemies in there. And yeah, like the color implementations and weird lighting um, definitely helps to keep it fresh. And I think that's just like a really smart way to save some time and energy into game development just to like make the experience a little bit longer. Um, and yeah, like for a shadow dropped hour and a half experience, absolutely loved it. Like if you're into weird first person shooter kind of things, cannot recommend it enough. It, it rules. Um, so Matt, I need you I bought it so we could talk about it. Yeah, I just need to play it. I pulled Um, up. I I was watching a little
2: bit of gameplay, and when you shoot the ponies, they explode into like red. So it's gray scale but then when you kill them, there's Mm. just a little bit Mm -hmm. of red momentarily. I love that. That's so cool.
1: It's great. Um, I have the. I have an idea of what the MacGuffin is, but I don't want to ask you on the show. I'll text you afterwards. I mean, it's pretty like
0: you know, it's it's nothing like groundbreaking or anything. It's like no, I know.
1: I just I have a feeling.
3: And i was yes. just gonna say i love escape uh sections in video games where like you, yeah. you're taking all this time to go through a place and it's like all right now you need to get out huh
0: <laughs> yeah it was oh, very my. surprising where I, I thought like i was gonna find the thing like i thought like i would eventually like the game ends in a boss battle like that's no spoiler or shocker or anything like i thought that was going to be like the thing at the center of the factory so when it told me like okay like a little text thing pops up it's like okay now escape with it it's like huh there's gonna be so many men. I don't want to bite <laughs> these ponies. <laughs>
2: so many little men.
0: Oh, there were big men. There were times where like, oh, there's also men that uh, <laughs> there's also men that will just snipe you also that are they're very good at what they do. They snipe you from their little horns. It's it's wild. It's a yeah, it's a really <laughs> great experience. Um and then on kind of the opposite end of the spectrum is exiled uh, from John. Um, Exiled is a, again, another bite-sized narrative puzzle game. Um, think Chance of Sonar, but, like, very eldritch horror kind of thing. So the setup is that your, uh, a, a husband and his wife, um, was, uh, looking into this old book and she was in, like, a cursed library or something and, uh, she read something and all of a sudden she disappeared. So the whole game is it's essentially like an escape room sort of situation where you're trying your best to save your wife from like this void of eldritch monsters and shit um i don't want to spoil too much of the narrative stuff because there's like really interesting tidbits about like what is going on and, and like a lot of the the history behind it um but the gameplay it is uh like I mentioned escape room, it's a really satisfying, just step-by-step like, okay, I need to, first like very daunting of like, okay, there's this book in front of me and it has all these like clues, but what the fuck do I do with all these clues? But then it is really intelligently paced where like you find one thing and it's like, okay, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So like the main core of it is you are deciphering an old alphabet so that's where that chance of sonar thing comes in so like you're scouring around this book and you're reading about all these monsters and all these curses and all these beings and 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 equipment and you will find pieces of the alphabet to put together and you eventually put together the alphabet and that's like kind of your clue of like how to save your wife um might be and i know this is stupid to say like in january but like i think it's my the my favorite thing that i've played in january so far mm. um especially for just like a quick half hour in and out just like really great experience um yeah uh, again another one I can't recommend enough um and you know I, I'm a self-proclaimed dumb boy um so <laughs> I, I was smart enough for this one <laughs> that's not
2: what I thought you were gonna say <laughs>
3: <laughs> Matt slightly off topic has anyone else made their own alphabet like growing up like just doodling in like a notebook at school
2: I'm pretty I sure it so. almost certainly did that with my friends. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Not that I remember it's fun. That's You'd what this make like secret th- that, languages.
1: That's yeah. what
0: this game pretty much is. Sweet. Yeah. You're just ciphering a secret language and it's great. There's also um moments so like there there are like obviously it's a horror setting, but um there there's a little eyeball monster that's like lurking in the library that you're working in. Uh, You can't move around or anything like the only like movement mechanic is like looking down at the desk and all the equipment and like you can zoom into each piece. Like there's a, your main thing is a book, but there's also like a box with a padlock on it. There's also this, like it looks like a drum machine. There's like an ancient drum machine (laughs) and um, a clock. And so you could like look around the desk and pick each one of those items. You have to occasionally look up because there, yeah, there's this eyeball monster that like will, kill you, I'm assuming he never got me, but like he just he'll be lurking in the background and like occasionally you'll look up and he's just like right in front of your face. And it is no matter how many times it happened, jump scared the fuck out of me every single time. <laughs> and I loved it. And again never felt cheap and never felt frustrating. Um it was really well paced and yeah it's just another like great experience from these guys. Um so yeah exiled and the pony factory you can get a bundle for six dollars is the easiest six dollars i've spent all year so far so please go support them it's it, they're really cool and they run great on steam deck if you're a steam deck person Oh, Whew, i feel like i was talking a lot there so with kyle since i was talking hi. a lot yeah i want you to tell me
1: about immortality coming to playstation oh boy oh boy heard a lot about this game from yeah. it being uh, xbox pc um what was it was it? Twenty three, right? It was twenty twenty-two. Twenty two. Is when it came out. Um finally coming to PlayStation this week on the twenty-third. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll be totally honest, hopping in, I was overwhelmed. Um, if you're not familiar with how you play this game, uh you're basically watching old film clips and you're trying to piece all them together um between the three films. And it's mm-hmm. telling the story about Marissa Marcel, who is um uh, an actress from the eighties and seventies and, and, and those decades of, of, the silver screen and try to figure out what happened to her. Um, and the, the m- main mechanic is as you're watching, you can stop any clip and then click on anything in the scene and it will jump to a different scene. It won't maybe, it maybe not be in the same movie. It, it might jump into a third movie. The, the second movie, it just keeps jumping over and over and over. Um, Until you kind of figure out like what is happening to this actress along the way. And there are some things you click on it and you're, uh, in my case on PlayStation, DualSense will rumble, being like, oh, there's some extra special here. And that is when like the creepy horror mystery stuff pops out, which I really, really love that. uh, And along with like music cues where something's different about the scene. But literally everything is clickable. You see a pen, you click a pen, click an apple, click an apple, like everything pretty much. Um, And the way I initially started to play it was I would rewind the scene because it doesn't always hop to the beginning of the scene. It'll hop into like the middle end, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I would just watch the whole scene because like I'm I like taking all of it in. That's why open world games take me forever to complete because I'm scouring every inch of that map um shout out to borderlands 2 when mike and i would get all the little blue areas God. filled in <laughs> what a nightmare trophy oh, grind that oh three excuse was. me that was three um right, that was three but uh, i was lucky enough to sit down with sam barlow the creator of the game over in the trophy room and got to talk to him a little bit sorry what podcast is that oh that's the trophy room a playstation podcast uh oh. weekly um yeah go check it out um oh, why does
3: that name sound familiar
1: Why does that name? Oh, I'm one of the co-hosts?
3: No, 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 no. Why why does Sam Barlow sound familiar?
1: Why does he sound familiar? Uh, Let's see. Created um, Telling Lies, her story. Um, You may know him best, uh, Matt, as uh, Silent Hill, Shattered Memories.
3: That's right.
1: (laughs) I thought Matt was
0: doing a bit.
3: I'm one one of the few who who actually really enjoyed that game. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Thank you. That's, yep nope that (laughs) wasn't Oh, okay good
1: (laughs) um and uh he basically said like no i want you to feel lost i want you to see something that you're interested in click on it and just see where it goes like that's kind of what he his goal for making this game was and when he said that to to us i was like okay it clicked and then i'm having so much more fun with it because that was over there's so much to this game and so many amazing performances. Uh, Man on Gauge is incredible. Because uh, I didn't see any of it when it first came out. Like, I stayed away because I was waiting for a PlayStation. And so far, so good. Um, cool. I don't know when the end point is. Because, like, I think there's like 200 and something scenes. And I think I'm only at like 40. <laughs> so. Nice. There's a lot, and um, but it's very, very good. If you like good performances in games, if you like the kind of mystery kind of thing, and just experiencing on your own, go for it. It's an it's an easy, uh, easy play.
3: It sounds like like Matt's gonna say um, something. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, It it sounds like a um, a higher budget version of. I don't know if you ever played the Cube Escape games. Um, They're part of the Rusty Lake universe, Mm -hmm. um, but they're like those flash games where like you click on stuff and you're trying to solve a puzzle within a room but it's telling a broader story and Mm -hmm. i love that stuff
1: yeah 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 yeah. i need to play that it's it's very very cool and and i wish i had the time to play the his other games first but now like telling lies and her story are at the top of the list for sure now
0: yeah for sure and two more on the way
1: which i thought i had a scoop in the interview i thought i had it because he you let it not. loose <laughs> and then when the interview went out and the game came out they just teased it all on steam it Was like okay cool that's fine thanks sam <laughs> appreciate it <laughs> that's
0: why embargoes exist it's all part of the plan you're just a fucking yep. cog you know i'm just a cog that's yeah. right um let's see the the last game i want to bring up uh keep it nice and tight today um is the cub me and Kyle played through the cub, which was, Ooh. um, a, it opened our showcase back in March, right? Opened it was the first in game
1: March showed- of last year. Yep.
0: Yeah. It opened the March, 2023 showcase. It's a, uh, from the same developers as uh golf club, nostalgia, formerly golf club, wasteland demagogue studio. Uh, it's in the same universe, which is really cool. It's a 2d platformer, um, loosely based or inspired by the jungle book, I would say. Um, i overall really enjoyed this game i think it was a solid platformer uh fucking gorgeous demagogue knows art super well like i love their use of like blue tones and like i don't know i guess like some of the shading and i guess some of the models like despite it being a very blue blue green kind of game like nothing ever feels lost in the environment and kyle i'm assuming you played on playstation yep like, even just playing on the smaller Steam Deck screen, I was nervous I was going to, like, lose the character at, at moments. But, like, Super Crisp also ran yeah. great the entire time. It's, uh, like, one of yeah. those games, like, visually, like,
1: this kind of aesthetic. I don't know how this game video games. Um, yeah. It's great use of foreground and background, too. Like, yeah, there's great use of foreground and Foreground and background to kind of show off the depth of, of it. Because it, it is a side-scroller. Like, there's no craziness going on
0: yeah no so like there's not much to say like mechanically like yeah it's a 2d platformer side scroller like there's some, really, some cool, like, exp- <laughs> it's, uh, really cool like exploratory stuff um uh great like collectathon kind of moments um there are moments that uh harken back to some classics like this game does have a minecart level that drove me up the wall at moments but eventually oh, yeah. uh, you, you get through it <laughs> um and yeah i love that demagogue just keeps building on this universe that they created with golf club um And I I think High Water is also in the same universe because it's one of the the cities. Like I was looking at the Steam description. The city is, I believe, mentioned in the High Water Steam description, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. despite it doing different publishers and whatnot. Um, And I just I kind of hope they just keep doing this because it's really cool. And like clearly they have a great sense of of genre and and like they're not afraid to explore and like get out of their comfort zone. Um, But yeah, it's super cool.
1: Yeah. And shout I, out to the music too. The music, the, the music is, is the big
0: thing. Oh boy! I I really need uh radio nostalgia pressing on vinyl. <laughs> uh, Matt, yeah. it's very similar to Golf Club. It's like the same mm-hmm. sort. It's same DJ, same vibes. Mm-hmm. And man, the bit of inside baseball when we um, made the selection for the March twenty three showcase, we saw a different trailer that we got for the showcase, and um mm-hmm. with the most killer fucking song i've ever heard in my life in a video game um i love that that song opens this game pretty much and it's even like the awesome. name of the chapter as
1: well yeah um guys it's, it's very it's cool. great. It's great um on the platforming side of things mm-hmm. i felt some of the time it was way too unforgiving there so were many I've... there are many times where i was like i clearly hit that ledge to grab onto. Sure. And I hit it and fell straight down. Interesting.
0: So I've seen a lot of those complaints in, in whatever reviews it got, and I was, like, bracing myself for that. I was fine. Like, it felt it, fine to me.
1: It, it happened a lot, and, and like, I was very frustrated. Interesting. Um, it's similar to there is another moment where you're running away from this robot dog. Oh, fuck and that dog. you have to slide under the gate at the end. Yeah took me 30 minutes because i couldn't slide it wouldn't let me slide i, I would just, just crouch like... and stay in, in place like i huh. wouldn't go I'm like what's happening and then i shut it all down i took a day and it came back and i finally was able to so it was very strange i wonder um, if it's something
0: with the port because yeah like be. on, yeah. on deck it feels great like i yeah. didn't have any issues like there were some moments where like like, towards the end, but it was, like, clearly, like, a challenging jump that you had to, like, be super precise with. I would say at first, the, I'll call it the hippo section, like, with the, the animals yeah. running. Mm-hmm. That was challenging at first just because I didn't the totally bi- understand how to do it. The bison near the end? bison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just because I didn't totally get how to do it at first, but then, like, once it clicked, like it was fine. Like, yeah, everything felt sure not like it was it doesn't feel as tight as like a mario game or anything but no
1: no 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 it's definitely um, that same difficulty of the old school disney sega genesis games
0: which is what i remember like from our script on the showcase that was like kind of the goal absolutely like it it definitely felt like that and it felt like it's that cliche thing of like it feels like how i I remember those games feeling and clearly it does feel better than those games if you try to go back to one million percent absolutely Um, but yeah, that's interesting. It, I'm curious if it's a a porting. Issue. It could
1: be, and like even yeah. with even with those like small things, the overall package is is just so beautiful. And I could listen to those tracks on repeat. It just it, it blew me away. And even not having played Golf Club, um, seeing like the Easter eggs to it throughout, because from what you've talked about and and. Just hearing the name of the game sometimes, like, in the radio, the DJ talking about it, like, it's very, very cool. And I loved how the story was presented from this, what is essentially Mowgli in the Jungle Book. Yeah. Talking about how everyone left Earth, and he's the only one left, and now they're coming back for some reason, and he doesn't know why. And he just found a little, uh, what do they call it? Uh, does he call them astronauts? Maybe
0: uh, just the. But like,
1: helmet. he found the helmet, and that's how you listen to the radio. So if you're not, if you don't have the helmet on, like if you just put your controller down, and it just the idle animation, he takes it off to sit on it. The music will stop. Oh, that's cool. And then you I pick it up, that. and then he puts the helmet back on, and then you can hear it again. Like that's cool. They know those little touches. The detail is impeccable. It's very, very good.
0: Yeah, they're a fantastic studio. I do want to go back to Golf Club now. I never totally finished
1: it i gotta i don't want to open up my sealed copy that says golf club wasteland oh, yeah. <laughs> i don't know oh, mine, do yeah <laughs> mine's
0: i i have it on steam still but yeah yeah it's a good time cool um anybody, anybody else playing anything else or should we get into the indie 100 uh, you have another uh-huh. one oh, i could talk about it super quick
3: like, yeah like, and matt did you play anything this week I've been playing a lot and I just wanted to plug in our Discord. Uh, we have kind of like a backlog group going. Uh, yeah. So far, we've, the four of us that are in there, we've finished 15 games this month all together. Um, I played last night. I don't know how I never heard of it. It's called Ink. Came out in 2015. And it's a hard platformer, kind of like Super Meat Boy. Hmm. But the difference is it's a completely black screen. You're a cube. But every time you move, there's splatters of paint so like you can double jump and that spreads paint around so you can see the platforms that you need to go through um oh, those familiar. Nice. yeah it's it, it, i guess it's on switch and other stuff too um but it only lasted about maybe an hour and a half gets pretty damn hard um yeah i just want to do a little short plug like come hang I out do. with us anything counts as a backlog game if you own it it's a backlog game <laughs> um <laughs> if it came out you know, yesterday it's talking. a backlog game <laughs> if you bought it you haven't played it yet? It's a backlog game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can join the Discord. Go on uh, 61indie.com. You scroll all the way down. The link is there. Cool. Um, yeah, and then super quickly, I, I only put maybe a half hour into it so far. I played a little bit before we hopped on to record. Is a uh, Go Mecha ball. Um, I'm blanking on the developer's mm. name, but it's a super rare published game. Um, we played it during Next Fest. Isometric, sort of top downy um, sort of twin-stick shooter where you play as a, a cat in a mech ball. Uh, so, like, you could be outside the mech and you're shooting around, um, you know, right stick to aim, trigger to shoot. Uh, and then you hit L and you become, you essentially, like, Metroid morph ball. And you could zip and zap around and you could, like, bash people with the ball and stuff. And it's a roguelike where you are just collecting, upgrading weapons, collecting abilities, uh, just trying to get through, I think it's, like, three levels three waves of enemies each and then a boss um really fun gameplay loop i've i my steam decks currently on sleep i just beat the second boss um but yeah
1: so far it's really fun fun arcade experience kyle i just wanted to add uh dev's name is whale peak games thank you you're welcome
0: sweet indie 100
1: let's go i see becca added if found last week Mm -hmm. great pick Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna cheat for our pick this week. Oh God, I'm gonna cheat in the same way that uh, I forgot who brought it, but the reason what, how N is the full series.
3: Oh, well, that was
1: me. Yeah.
3: Okay. It, it, oh, well, it was a. So jo- I think it was a. It was a joint effort. It was a joint
0: effort. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: So I, 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 feel like I can't choose between the three here. So I wanna uh, uh, make a a motion to include the series sure um and that is emily's away yeah series okay all right because i my favorite is three uh, but i know one was kind of like a game changer um if you're not familiar with emily's away it takes place solely through old school social media like the beginning days of facebook and the first game is through aim second game Mm -hmm. is also through aim right Second one's a a blind spot. I didn't really play that one.
3: Really? That's the one I'm on right now. Um, Really enjoying it. It has, like, that early Facebook page on there, too. Um, When you're talking with the people, like, you can add friends and see some shit going on. But, yeah, it's still through.
1: Yeah. So, um, just the way that uh, Kyle Seeley has so lovingly recreated our nostalgia for these kind of old-school keeping up with friends kind of sites and how easy it was to make us fall in love with an Emily <laughs> playing And I forgot the other choice in three, but there are two girls you can choose. Evelyn. How dare you forget about Evelyn? Evelyn. Please. I'm Emily all the way. Are you kidding me? Come on, you fucking chill.
3: <laughs> I haven't fallen for any of these traps, so I don't know where you're talking. Oh, geez. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just wait. Um, I, I, I see the writing on the walls, Kyle. <laughs> Listen,
0: Evelyn, my little warp tour girl, come on. My, my warp tour crush?
1: But I, 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 to that point, like, no matter who you choose, that connection is so easily made. And it really transports, at least for me, back when that was, like, me flirting with girls on Facebook and people that I knew and, and, and going through pictures. And uh, in the third one specifically, Kyle recreating his own YouTube and like having uh, actual clips and playlists of of music videos from that time. And you can Mm -hmm. listen to that while you're chatting to these fictional people. Like it's, it blows my mind the level of detail and to like the advertisements on the side of Facebook of like, go see, I don't know, godzilla 2000 or whatever like in theaters this weekend or, or something like that um, facebook was not a thing during that i know that that's why I was, that's the first thing that popped in my brain
0: my favorite thing about i think it was in three um yeah because it was the fake youtube thing um like if you go down the evelyn path like you start talking about like bands and like it's like all bands that i i still listen to nowadays but a lot of bands that i like first were familiar with like through warped Tour back in high school and stuff um i'll never forget evelyn posts like hey you gotta check out this band and you click the link and it senses fail playing at warp tour it was a video from a warp tour i was at
3: <laughs>
0: Damn. and like the amount of immersion that like obviously like that's what are the fucking chances but like mm-hmm. that made the experience so much more immersive that like i really was just so attached to these characters and like Once it ended, like, I I remember uh, three ended. I I wrapped it at, like, three in the morning. It was in the Sleepy Hollow apartment. Uh And I was just a fucking mess.
1: Same. (laughs) (laughs) Because,
0: like, you get so wrapped up in, like, it it really makes you believe that you're back in high school. And, and, like, that's, like, high school drama and high school crushes are, like, the... yeah. Only thing that are on your mind, and like, meanwhile, my wife is sleeping down the hallway. But but it's all like, oh my god,
1: Evelyn, I, I gotta, yeah, um,
0: yeah, it's that entire trilogy is just it's very special. It's really special.
1: Even even if you don't want to play it, I highly suggest watching people play it, like on YouTube, yeah, just for just for the ride, because it's it's such a nice, easy way to experience it, and it's also um i also really love the immersion of like when you are instead of clicking a choice and just automatically typing you type on the keyboard so it actually feels like you're typing out the words which i love 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 so one of my favorite series um i hope kyle makes another one i don't know what's next on myspace so we make it a top eight no. like i don't know well if we went to facebook i feel like we want to get oh, i not
3: space. in your
2: top eight? <laughs> fair 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 <laughs> <laughs> becca have you played them i have not no oh uh, I've I uh, there's quite a few on our indie 100 list that I've never played.
0: It's a great list to refer to to yeah. you go
2: find. Never played oh, oh, Coffee Talk or Inscription. Oh, Inscription! I feel to like you long. would love Inscription. Teenage Blob. I did play Nidhog when it first came out. Sound yeah. Shapes. I'm scared. Magica. <laughs> I was I was
3: looking to see if it was on sale anywhere today. <laughs> I will look every day until that's on sale again. I found a Magic screenshot cat. of me and my friend playing it back when it was out and it's I won't repeat word for word what we were saying to each other because we were yelling at each other sure. in a text chat. <laughs> oh, but it made me laugh my ass off. Like it, it got real.
0: <laughs> Hannah's yelling at you in the chat, by the way. Becca.
2: You should you should play it together. In the YouTube chat? I can't see the yeah. YouTube chat. So wow. I, but I have a personal message in Discord from Hannah, saying <laughs> that I should play it.
0: Y'all should play through them together. It's fucking great, like playing it as a co-op kind of thing. It's we
2: awesome. have so many things on our backlog.
3: The trilogy will take you like three hours to get through. You should join the backlog group.
2: <laughs> where, where is the backlog in the minute It's Can I make a backlog channel. A, or... Well, it, it
3: exists as a thread. It's in just anything. Okay. Yep.
2: Oh, it's just like a thread. Yeah, I've seen um, Cole talking about it.
0: I can't yep. believe West finally Larry uh... didn't win.
2: Right. Oh,
3: if you want to shout backwards. out what color you want on the spreadsheet, I'll get you set up on there.
0: You, have a oh, you, spread... guys have a... you guys have <laughs> a spreadsheet. I... There's a spreadsheet. I don't even know about this.
3: <laughs> There's a
0: spreadsheet.
2: There... Can, I can I have spread... yellow? That's, that's... I... I want yellow. Yeah.
3: You will be the first
0: with yellow. That's nuts. I don't know how Kyle. Did you know there was a spreadsheet?
1: I only (laughs) saw them voting on games today. I had no. I saw the voting thing. I
0: I
3: vote. I had no idea there was a spreadsheet. Well, that's that's Cole's own thing—the voting, but the spreadsheet is for the backlog buds.
2: My goal is to play all the ones on on our one hundred, just so that I'm knowledgeable about them at least.
3: (laughs)
0: I'm very excited for you to eventually play Inscription and it, it become your entire personality. I do
2: own, I do own a lot of the ones on the list. I just never have the free time because i got gotten yeah. movies the last couple of years. So anytime I have a free moment, I'm watching a movie instead of I'm glad. Of I'm
0: years. glad after so many years, uh, you finally uh, start watching movies.
2: I'm, that's <laughs> what, what I'm, I'm saying, saying
3: you have nowhere to talk, Mike.
2: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't used to, I didn't used to the last couple of years. I've been watching more movies. I'm trying to catch oh. up. Yeah. Although, I don't know. After Saltburn, I don't know if I can trust movies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did love Saltburn.
0: Her previous movie was very fucking good. I forgot what it was called Promising Own Woman. Very good.
2: Oh, yeah. It's on Oh,
1: I didn't realize they were the same director. I love
2: Promising yeah. yeah. Uh Woman.
0: F- <laughs> ah, I forgot her name. Fen- Fennel something. Fennel? It's, first or last name is Fennel. I
3: really?
2: think. Okay.
0: It, I don't know. Anyways. Uh, all that was happening in Indie. Hey, Kyle, what's happening this week in Indie?
1: <laughs> this week in Indie is a bit of a short one, which is fine. There's uh, plenty of games for the backlog buds to, to play. So, Hashtag Don't backlog worry. bugs. Hashtag BBs. BBs. Um, this week <laughs> Emerald in indie, fennel. Emerald fennel. Thank you, Hannah. There it is. <laughs> this week in Indie, January 29th to February 2nd. On Monday the 29th. Oh, boy. <laughs> Chronique <laughs> de Silencio? Did I get that?
2: Silencio?
0: Silenzu, maybe? So, Silcana uh, is uh, screaming at you currently. That yeah, I'm sorry, Silcana. I'm so sorry. Uh, set I think 1970s
2: U-X makes an ooh sound. I think it does.
1: I do. All I know is Ustedes from my Spanish classes. <laughs> set in 1970s Southern France, you play a rookie private eye, private eye tasked to dig out the secrets of a stubborn old man. Think on your feet while you follow your leads, ask questions to witnesses, detect their lies, Hypo hypothesize why, and finally confront the silent ones running from their past. And on Friday, February 2nd, Project Downfall Switch and on Xbox uh, already available on PC. Project Downfall delivers a riveting pixel art shooter experience within a cyberpunk universe that diverges starkly from our own reality. Players step into the shoes of a protagonist bearing a striking resemblance to John Wick, navigating intense gunfights that demand quick reflexes and strategic prowess.
2: Mm, that looks good.
1: Yeah, Matt, this is the one that we—I uh, was like, oh yeah, it's
0: like a boomer shooter. And then you scroll down, and the first line is, "This is not a boomer shooter." <laughs> 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 yeah. So it's wild they into got into the it.
1: okay to include John Wick in that description. Uh,
0: releases.com had it as Johnny Wick.
1: Oh, it's, okay. It's
0: not on the Steam page, like so. So it probably pulled from like a review or something. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. Uh, cool. Well, yeah, that is another episode of Six Way Indicast. Thank you all so much for hanging out. People in the YouTube chat, of says I'm used to it with a chronic face. Um, <laughs>
1: Sorry! <laughs> I can't even uh, speak tried. English
0: all that good. <laughs> People on Patreon and in the YouTube chat, we're going to hang out for a bit extra and get into Clocked Out, the Indicast post show. Kyle, we ha- it's January and we haven't done the thing yet. Maybe we do the thing. Our tradition from Dollar oh. Slice.
1: Oh, okay.
0: okay uh so yeah y'all thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight uh we love you dearly be nice to everybody on the interwebs wherever you're hanging out join the backlog bugs Buds, i keep saying bugs if you want to be a I'm backlog fine. bug have at it that's fine too <laughs> be snug as bugging snow nope snug as bugging a rug. Yep. that's what it is yep, <laughs> anyways good night <laughs>